The following is a paid program on 600 WREC. Good morning, Memphis, and welcome to our internet listeners and podcast listeners across the 50 states. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm your host, Joe Garner, mortgage loan originator. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Our general topic, paving the way to prepare and protect your home's title and your financing. Subscribe to get Real Estate Mortgage Shop weekly with blog posts and and show notes and all of that uh, podcast at jogarner.com. Call us while we're live. Today is December 10th, 2022 at 901-535-9732. Are you ready to buy a home, maybe to sell a home or refinance your house? We have attorney Rob Drawn, who's going to be covering a checklist of things that you need to uh, do to protect your title to your property and make your real estate closing smoother. I'm going to be sharing some ways to prepare your financial picture to get the best terms on financing. But back in the studio, we have our expert real estate attorney, Rob Drawn, with Griffin Clift Everton and Mashmeyer Law Firm. And uh, Rob, my mortgage clients and my referring partners, they love the way uh, that that you get their title issues Thanks. ironed out and the closing done on time. You also take the extra time at closing uh, to explain important points to the uh, people that are closing about buying and getting a mortgage. Take a couple of minutes and just introduce yourself to our listeners, Rob, and Tell them a little bit about the services that you offer your clients over there at Griffin Clift, Everton, and Mashmire. Thank you very much, Joe. It's great to be here this morning with you. Um, yeah, as you said, I'm Rob Drawn with Griffin Clift, Everton, and Mashmire. I'm a closing attorney. I have been doing this for a little over 15 years, and uh, I'm licensed in Tennessee and Mississippi. Uh, we love helping people when they're buying, selling, or refinancing any kind of property. And I love especially working with real estate agents, loan officers, investors, and just anybody that's looking to buy or sell homes or any kind of real estate. So thanks for being for having us here. Well, we, here. we love having you back on here. You're a regular sponsor even when you're not on, so we appreciate your, uh, your contributions. But, you know, Rob, as a mortgage loan originator, I am seeing right now, today's December 9th, 2022, I am seeing a, a increase in number of people and families getting pre-approved to buy a home, most of them say, "Hey, I'm not going to do anything till after after Christmas and New Year's and all that." But they're getting pre-approved right now, and uh, you know, for the first time in over two years, uh-huh. I'm seeing sellers helping, yep. buyers pay closing costs and repairs, and with the seller helping with the buyer's cost, sometimes that's enough. But even coupled with down payment assistance, uh, we're seeing, especially first-time home buyers. Getting in for little or nothing down oh, again, which is a beautiful thing, you know, for somebody who is short on funds but can afford the home. Absolutely. 
uh, first-time home buyers and experienced home buyers now can afford to buy the home they want. They're not having to settle for a smaller home or less, and they're opting to buy a home versus renting. You're going to pay either way, right? You might as well pay your mortgage instead of somebody else's. But the mantra right now goes like this. Marry the house, date the interest rate. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, if you can buy the house, get it in your name, if and when rates should come down where it makes sense, you know, to refinance, you have always have that option if you already own the house. But um, getting a mortgage is so easy today. It's not the process that your parents or your grandparents went through to get their (laughs) loan. Today, you have options. You can connect with a loan officer online, and you can connect with me online. If you want to do your whole deal online, you can. Uh, or you can you can even upload your supporting documents like bank statements and pay stubs securely through a Internet portal, you know, when you're doing it. I mean, you, don't, you can just do it from your, your from phone. Your That's right. But more and more of my clients, uh, most, most of the time, they want to process part of it conveniently online, but then most of them still want to meet me face-to-face, which That's I nice. love that. Me too. It's, it's a people business. But a good local loan originator, a good realtor, can walk you around the pitfalls and get you safely to owning your own home. And, you know, Rob, I, um, I w- you've worked with a lot of my clients, but I want to tell this story about this client. It's not her real name, but I call her Makia Midland. Right. Looks into the future to change her future. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You may have closed this lady. <laughs> but I think my uh, mortgage co- customers have been looking into the future. But here's a perfect example of someone who wants to take action wants to prepare and wants to protect her finances. Makia Mitlin, a single professional in her late 30s, she had been renting her whole adult life, stressing at every rent hike. And now it was time for her rent to go up again. She was already paying more for food and gas and everything else. So Makia started watching videos and reading online about real est- the real estate market and the forecast for the future. Home prices, she decided, were going to keep, uh, they were going to keep going up over time, and so were the mortgage rates. So she, if she could manage to buy her own home now, she would feel good about paying for something that would go up in value, at least over time. And with some help from a realtor friend from her church and her mortgage loan originator, which uh, <laughs> it was me, <laughs> Makia was persistent, she was prepared, she had a strong pre-approval letter, from me, uh, this was what Makia said. Just Joe, just help me own my own home. I could, if I can buy my home, I don't care what the rates are. I can always refinance later if rates come down one That's day. Right. Just help me get in the house. But Rob, I know you and I work with some of the same clients, and you've sure. got so much information today on helping us prepare and protect our home ownership title. Let's jump in. Uh, we have a couple of minutes before we go to break. So okay. can you? Go ahead and start jumping into some of your topics, and we'll continue after break. Absolutely. I wanted to talk about things that you can do, maybe if you're selling, um, things just to protect your title, to make sure that you're in good shape when you go to close, Uh, things that you need to be prepared for if you are selling a property. You want to make sure that your title is in good shape. Uh, So obviously, you're going to have things that need to be taken care of at closing like paying off your mortgage. So a lot of most people have a mortgage on their home and they're aware that when they sell the house, they've got to pay that off. Uh, But other things that can come up in the title search when we do that are things like a second mortgage. People, a lot of people have a line of credit or a HELOC that they use maybe to pay bills and they pay it down. Then they borrow a little bit and pay it back down. 
a lot of times they don't realize that what's we've ter- what we found at closing is they don't realize that that's tied to their home and it's secured by their home. So we hate to surprise them with that, that, hey, you've got to pay this loan off and you've got to close that account because it is tied to your loan and your buyer's got to make sure they've got a free and clear title. So if you've got a HELOC or a line of credit and you've got to make sure that that's whether or not that's tied to your home so that you're prepared for that. Another thing that we've seen lately that I want to make sure people are aware of are these modifications to home loans. A lot of times when people get behind or maybe they lose their job, uh, their lender might be willing to modify their loan, but give them some time, maybe a forbearance agreement to give them some time to have off from making payments. Oh, that's payments. a good point. <clears throat> yes. And, then, and so that's a great thing because when you lose your job and you don't want to lose your home, <clears throat> the lender's allowing you to do that. But what's really happening is that a lot of times HUD is coming in and they're they're basically buying part of that loan and they're modifying it, but you're you're taking out a second mortgage with HUD that you've got to pay back when you go to sell. We've had a number of people in the last couple months that have, uh, or last couple years that have had these, and when they come to close, they didn't realize that, oh no, I've got to pay a second loan off. And then when they're faced with closing and they've got to bring an extra 10000 or 20000 to closing, mm-hmm. that can be pretty shocking. So make oh, sure yeah. you're aware of that if you've got a modification. Just kind of check on that and see what you signed when you did that uh, modification. You know, Rob, those are all good points, and that's why we like to jump in early and get this stuff done, y'all, uh, you and you do a great job with this so that we can be prepared and protect and have a smooth closing. But you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host. I'm a mortgage loan originator. I hope that you will connect with me at jogarner.com. What do you want to accomplish with your mortgage? Make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do it today. And (laughs) when we come back, we're going to be getting some more wisdom from our expert real estate attorney, Rob Drawn. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. Real Estate Mortgage Shop provides general information, not an offer to lend. Joe Garner Talk Shop Real Estate Mortgage Shop does not endorse 100% of the information covered on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Consult with your certified advisors before acting on any information given on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Joe Garner is a licensed mortgage loan officer in MLS 757308. Equal housing opportunity. Hi, I'm Mark McLaurin at Refrigeration Unlimited in Memphis, Tennessee. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. Yeah, you're doing it right. You're shining your light. You ain't losing your mind. No, everything's fine. You're dropping the ball, but you're picking it up. You're stumbling and falling and falling in love. You're hanging on tight. You're playing each night. You're doing it right. All right. <laughs> hey, guys, you know what? You're doing it right. Even sometimes when you do it wrong, you can always turn around and do it right. So if there's anybody, if anybody out there like me who has made mistakes before and you're like, doggone it, I, sh- I should have known better, you know what? You're doing it right. It's okay. That's uh, You just get better every time. I learn something new every day in the mortgage business as a loan originator. But you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop and I'm your host, Joe Garner, jogarner.com. We're talking about paving the way to prepare and protect your home's title and your financing. And in the co-host here, we have attorney, real estate attorney, Rob Drawn of Griffin Clift, Everton, and Mashmeyer. Rob, how do we contact you? You can call me at uh, 901-752-1133, or you can email me at rob, that's R-O-B, at G-C-E-M law.com. All right. We'll be giving that out some more as we go through the morning. And uh, right now, we want to do something we haven't done in a long time, Rob. It is the Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest. So all of you guys out there are history buffs. 
Uh, this is the Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest brought to you by Jimmy Ogle, our uh, Memphis and Shelby County historian. You can connect with Jimmy at jimmyogle.com. It is sponsored by John and Jennifer Lawhon of Lawhon Landscaping, and uh, you can connect with them at 901-754-7474. And the Lawhons can do your landscape design, your landscaping, if you have a big project, a little project, or you may want to do the big one in phases. But here is our uh, Memphis Look Back Trivia Contest. Rob, can you launch us off Absolutely. with this? All right, the question... In my reincarnation in 1910, I became the tallest building in downtown Memphis. Who am I? All right, the first hint. I stand tall next to one of the original four public squares in Memphis. So it's a building. That's right. The second hint is both the Cotton Exchange and the Merchants Exchange were located in me until they moved to another location in 1924 and 1931. Hmm, how about another one? And your final hint... Is the building that replaced me at the tallest building was my neighbor, the Lincoln American Tower in 1924. So we know it's not the Lincoln American Tower. And all right, so if you know the answer, give us a call. You'll get a $25 gift card from John and Jennifer Lawhon. Call us right now at 901-535-9732. That is 901-535-9732. So I know we're going to get a caller on this. That's so right. while we're doing that, can you kind of recap us sure. on what you said earlier, Rob Braun, <clears throat> and let's jump back into some good ways to protect and prepare our homeownership title. Sure. Uh, yeah, before the break, we're just talking about things that the, a seller needs to be aware of or a homeowner that needs to be, they need to be aware of about their title. We were talking about mortgages and uh, not just your first mortgage that you have with your main lender, but also any kind of second mortgages you have or any kind of loan modifications you had and how that can affect your title. Some other things that can affect your title that you need to be aware of is if are judgment liens. If uh, you happen to get sued, if uh, something involving your business or something that happened, you it resulted in a lawsuit and and you were you were sued and a judgment was rendered. If that judgment gets recorded in the county that you own property, then that that becomes a lien on the property. Uh, another thing is taxes. So not just real estate taxes, obviously you have to pay those, but also your income taxes for state oh, and yes. federal taxes. A yes. lot of t- we've had a lot of instances where people get behind on their taxes, and then when they go to sell, there's a tax lien that they're not aware of. Uh, the IRS can file a tax lien anytime you get behind on your taxes, and we've had people that maybe have a payment plan that they're current on, but they're behind overall right. on their taxes, and those right. tax liens can get filed. So you just want to make sure that you're on top of your taxes and uh, that you're paying those and, and that those might need to be cleared up when you close. Uh, you know, goes- those those can trip you up because they're like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Um, you know, we're still we're still working on that. We're still paying some yep. on that. And there's a difference between having a lien on your property and having a payment agreement with the IRS. The payment agreement with the IRS is fine as long as it's not a lien secured on your property. That's right. That's right. And so you just want to make sure that you're, if you do have that, that you know that you're going to have to pay that off or, or, or work out an arrangement with the IRS or the whatever state you're in. Um, another thing that can come up that people uh, seem to forget about, I guess, when they go to close is a bankruptcy. So a lot of times we have people come into a closing and they're in a Chapter 13, and they think that since it's a 13 that they're going to come out of eventually and they're working on that that doesn't affect their real estate, but that's not true. There's an automatic stay that goes into place, and it prevents you from selling or buying or borrowing money. And so if you're in a Chapter 13, 
just need to know that you're going to have to have any kind of real estate transaction approved by your uh, the bankruptcy court, and that can slow down your closing. So just be aware of that and be ahead of it. Don't be embarrassed. A lot of people don't want to talk about being in a bankruptcy, but those things can happen, and, and you can still get through a closing. You just got to be aware and go through the correct steps. How long does it normally take to get approval through the so court? That can take about a month, and so that's why it's important to be up front with your closing attorney and your realtor about it. Because, and your loan officer. And your loan officer, absolutely, because <laughs> that's got to get approved and Depending on how busy the court is, that, that can that can make an, uh-huh. that can affect that. So you want to be aware of that. And on top of that, another thing that can affect uh, real estate is marriage. So when you're buying or selling and, and you're married, uh, your spouse may or may not have to be involved in the closing. So even if they're not entitled, they may still need to join in on, on a document or two at closing. Even if you're selling and they're not entitled, they may have marital rights that they've got to waive. Uh, and if you're buying, the lender still may need to buy a uh, your spouse to join in, even if they're not on the loan. So just be upfront with everybody involved and make mm-hmm. sure they know so that they know to tell you who, who needs to be at closing. Just like you said, even if they're not on the title and they're not on the loan, if they're married and this is a primary residence mm-hmm. because of uh, marital rights, they may have to sign, like That's you right. said, a couple of documents or so to waive those to give the lender first lien position. That's right. And we've got to ensure that they've got a first lien and so that could upset some people because they're like, oh, my spouse didn't have anything to do with this. Well, that, that may be true, but they still have some rights in there. Uh, and uh, when you deal with marriage, obviously the next thing that comes up can be a divorce, unfortunately. And divorce can make things pretty ugly uh, for a real estate transaction. So if you're in a divorce and it's an active divorce, what happens is there's a an automatic injunction that goes in place. And so the spouses are not allowed to sell or use marital assets at that time without the maybe approval from the court, but at the very least approval of the other spouse. And so if you're in a divorce, and that's not an uncommon thing. If people get divorced, one of them has to move out. And so they go buy a house. And there's nothing wrong with that as long as the other spouse is aware of it. And a lot of times your lender may have to have them join in on a document. That can get ugly because a divorce, obviously, they (laughs) they may not be in in good terms. Yes. And so... uh, and we've had circumstances, unfortunately, where, you know, the other spouse has to join in and maybe they've used that as leverage against the other person in the divorce, which is unfortunate. Uh, but it is what it is, and they both have to join in sometimes. Um, another thing, too, is if a divorce has happened in the past, <clears throat> it can still affect your your sale. So you're going to have to provide your marital dissolution agreement to your closing attorney because a lot of times that agreement will state that when you may get the home or the property in the divorce, but it also may state that you have to pay your ex-spouse a certain percentage of right. those proceeds if you ever sell. And that can get ugly because they may think, oh, that divorce was five years ago and I own it. And now you're telling me I've got to pay my ex-spouse you know, half of the proceeds. So just be aware that those things can happen and uh, go ahead and read that marital dissolution agreement again before you get ready to sell or refinance because those things can come up. Because the only thing that matters <clears throat> is what's written down and what's recorded. It's, uh, you know, I've had people say, yeah, but we had this other deal worked out and That's I right. ended up paying for the kids' private school instead. And I'm like, if it's not in writing, yep. you know, and not recorded, it's not part of this document. We have to go, you know, off of what the the legal document and- and that's, that's good advice, Joe. So if you're in that situation and your divorce decree says this and then you all do something on your own, you make sure you get that changed in your divorce decree. Otherwise, you're still going to be stuck with the terms of that the way right, it was written. Right, right, right. It uh, all has to be in writing, doesn't right. it, Rob? That's right. <laughs> and so don't feel like we're being invasive when we ask for these kind of things. I, I do want to break in on it. something yeah, on please. that. From the mortgage desk, sometimes, uh, like uh, especially when it deals with a primary residence, Rob, um, 
it's good to, if you're going to refinance and pay that spouse and you've already agreed on everything um, verbally before you even file a divorce, uh, sometimes we'll do a refinance to pay that spouse out before the divorce even starts. Or if they're going to buy a house, they'll buy it before the divorce right, even starts. Because once the divorce is filed and then you're in the middle of it, lenders are like, uh, depending on the depending on the loan product, lenders are like, well, I don't know. What if they end up having to pay child support? What yep. if they end up having to pay separate maintenance? This is uh, an open contingent liability, and it can cause problems for you when you're qualifying if you're in the middle of a divorce. The best time to do a mortgage is either before you file or after it's finalized. That's right. I agree. And hopefully they're on good terms and they can work that out before the exactly. divorce is filed and it works out better for everybody. Um, all right. Another another topic that can be unfortunate, but it, it comes up a lot in real estate is just dealing with death. So you'll we've seen a lot of sales recently that are heirs of property or beneficiaries of property that are going to sell. And maybe you're buying a piece of property that was involved in an estate and just kind of things to prepare you for either whether you're buying or selling is that this can slow things down quite a bit. Uh, when somebody dies, their property is going to pass to their beneficiaries under their will. And if they don't have a will, it just goes automatically to their heirs at law. So we have to determine which one of those is, is correct. And then if there's a will, it's got to be probated. It's got to be admitted to court and go through those proceedings. And if not, we've got to figure out who the heirs are. And um, so those things can take time. There's also a claims period for somebody that owed uh, the decedent owed money to, there's a time period where they can file claims. And so we've got to protect the title by maybe escrowing proceeds to ensure that those claims can get paid and that can slow down your closing as well. Well, we may jump back into that too, because sure. uh, death can really, it can really kill a deal. It can. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, you have to be sure you're, you're watching out for the details and you do very well at that and making you. sure all the heirs are represented and all that, Rob, kudos Thanks. to you. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host. I'm a mortgage loan originator. I would love to be yours. I hope that you will connect with me at jogarner.com and call me directly. I want to hear your story. Let's explore some options. 901-482-0354. Rob, how do we contact you? You can call me at 901-752-1133. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. You're listening to mortgage expert Joe Gardner, author of Choosing the Best Mortgage, The Quickest Way to the Life You Want, and she has a golden nugget from her book. You can order Joe's book at jogardner.com. Okay, Joe, you talk about treasure hunting in your book. Can you tell us what that is? Treasure hunting for the funds to close. There's still 100% loan programs out there, down payment assistance, gifts from family, cash value, and life insurance, and a lot of other ways that you can find money you didn't even know you had. Ordered the book today. You'll be glad you did. Hi, I'm Kelly Inman of Next Day Access from Memphis, Tennessee, and you are listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And now back to your host, Joe Garner. All right, get ready, because here you come. You're going to be buying your house or refinancing and restructuring your life. Uh, I'm Joe Garner. I'm host of Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I hope you connect with me at jogarner.com. 
And uh, in the studio, we have attorney, real estate attorney, Rob Drawn. And Rob, how do we contact you over there at Griffin Clift Everton and Meshmeyer? You can call me at 901-752-1133, or you can email me at Rob, that's R-O-B, at G-C-E-M-Law.com. All right. We're talking about paving the way to prepare and protect your home's title and your financing. And so I want to jump in, and there's a couple things I want to just touch on, Rob. One of them is credit. One of them is budget and some ways that people have done that very successfully. As far as credit, improving your credit score can position you for a better price on your mortgage. Hey, it'll work better pricing for buying a car or Absolutely. something else too. It's yep. always good to have your points uh, on your credit as high as possible. But depending on the loan amount you're going to be borrowing, you know, adding 100 points or so to your credit score can save you hundreds of dollars on a monthly mortgage payment. I mean, it's that drastic. That uh, that could mean you could save tens of thousands over yep. the life of your loan. But I'm not a licensed credit repair company, but being in the mortgage business for over 30 years, it's taught me a few things about cause and effect and getting your credit scores higher. Most everyone knows, hey, you got to make your payment on time, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, don't let medical bills or student loan bills languish unpaid if they're in a collection status. Now, medical bills recently, they're not hurting you as bad. So if you've got to prioritize, I guess a medical would be on the last part of the list unless it becomes uh, a lien in some type. But right. most of those aren't. Uh, do you see many medical liens? Not really, but you can if, if it goes long enough, but not, not really. Right. So, But student loans, if they get in collection status, can be very problematic for you. So, you know, get up, set up a payment plan, uh, consolidate, do things like that that will keep you out of a delinquency status. Um, customers who keep their balances on their credit cards under 30% of the credit limit. So let me just give you an example. If you had a uh, $1,000 credit limit, you'd never want on that card, never want to have the balance at any time during the month go over $300, you know. Yeah. You want to show the computer scoring system, I've got all this credit lines, but I don't have to use all of it. I use a very small portion of it, and I make my payment on time. That right there makes up 30% of your credit score. Wow. I don't think most people know that. The usage. It's called usage, a percentage of usage. So keep the usage uh, down. Stay away (laughs) from 12 months, same as cash. So many people have said, I've got to move into an, uh, an empty house. I actually had a customer tell me that. I'm like, yes, ma'am, because her income to debt ratios were really high, and she had no furniture. She said, well, I was going to go get a 12-month same as cash. I'm like, don't, just don't, just don't do it. But those things score as brand-new maxed-out credit cards, and it can kill your scores by 60 to 100 points sometimes. Yeah, and in the fine print, a lot of those, if you miss uh, one payment, all that goes away, and it can affect your credit even worse, so... You want to make sure you stay on top of that. Very good, Rob. I'm glad you mentioned that. But here's a tip to the wise. If you can't get your credit scores any higher in time uh, to purchase your home or refinance, you might try using a government loan like mm-hmm. an FHA or a VA or a rural housing type loan. These government loans are much more forgiving on credit scores. They don't ratchet your interest rate up as high as like on a standard conventional mm-hmm. loan. So that's just an idea. And, yeah. and if and if you're in that situation, we, you know, of course, can talk about that and look at your options. But credit, credit is a big, big <clears throat> portion of preparing to protect your financing. Uh, you want to pay the least. The other one is budget. 
and a lot of people, when I say budget, they're ready to run the yeah. other direction. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I've taught budgeting classes. I've I served at my church on the budget committee, you know, the budget counseling mm-hmm. committee, and just so many cool stories of people who embraced it yeah. and did it, and it actually was fun and a sense of accomplishment. But uh, I want to tell a quick story real quick. You know, I love stories, and I uh-huh. changed the names and some of the details on these <laughs> stories to protect privacy, but I'm going to call them Brenna and Brandon Botham. A better life on a budget, but not without roadblocks. Uh, Brenna and Brandon were so different in in some ways and so like-minded in other ways. Brenna lived life, I mean, in full color. She was a graphic designer. (laughs) She was happy as painting beautiful pictures, creating catchy videos and all that stuff. Brandon, on the other hand, thought in more concrete reality. He was an engineer. (laughs) <laughs> love you guys out there if you're engineers. <laughs> he could vividly imagine creating something, but he thrived with the math and the measurements. Right. You know, he was a math and measurements guy. Brenna and Brandon could both visually, uh, clearly see a life they wanted together. That was good. And they could see themselves one day having plenty of funds to travel, experience different cultures around the world. But Brandon looked at their finances and shook his head. He said, our travel dreams will never come true unless we build that reality into our budget and our bank accounts. So true. But here's the problems. They were renting, and the rent kept going up, Rob. I mean, every time they turned around, every year, it was just a budget buster. They were in a competitive situation in a neighborhood where they wanted to buy a house. They'd been out looking, and it seemed like every time they got ready to make an offer, somebody bought it out from under them. So that was another obstacle they had to overcome. But Brenna and Brandon were renting. They were paying more and more each year. The rent rates were going up. Brent, uh, Brandon and Brenna connected with a local realtor and a loan originator, which would be me, to buy a house. And after making several offers over a couple of months, they finally, finally got their offer accepted. And uh, the way we got them qualified, we got them some down payment assistance so they could leave money in their emergency nice. fund. Brenna and Brandon had a clear vision of what they wanted, and they said, uh, Brenna said, you know what, we can make this house, even though it's smaller than we wanted, we can make it beautiful. That's what she told her realtor. Uh It's just, it is just the leverage we'll need one day to move to our dream home. That was Brandon's statement on that. But the house, um, what they did was they started budgeting, and they took their bank statements for like the last, not the whole year, but like the last few months. And they just went through their bank statements, their credit card statements, and they started writing down what they spent. And they, uh, after they got done doing all that, I'll tell you, it it will surprise you when you do that. You're going to be spending money you didn't even know you you were spending. But they said, well, how can we uh, subtract this activity that we've been spending money for for something else that doesn't cost us as much but is still giving us that joy that we like from it? And they began, it was fun. They started doing some substitution. They started uh, finding where they could buy the same, some of the same products at a much lower right. price. And it was fun. Each time they saw how their, their yeah. emergency fund was building, their cash flow was improving so that they could, they could um, afford the house that they wanted. So I would tell you, budget is big. Is big. It is really big. But, you know, we were talking about credit. Yeah. And we're talking about talking budget. About credit and budget and what you can do to kind of protect yourself as you get ready to buy. Um, but I wanted to talk about some things, too, that you can do to protect yourself uh, in the future after you buy or as you're getting ready to buy also. And unfortunately, fraud is something that, that we have to talk about a lot. Uh, it's something we see a lot. And 
if you're getting ready to buy, if you're doing a closing and you're getting ready to send funds for that closing, wire fraud is unfortunately something we're seeing a lot. So it's extremely important that you follow procedures, that you talk to your real estate attorney. You use the number that's on the contract that you get directly from your agent or from the contract and call that person so that they can go through their procedures to tell you how to send those funds. I always tell them, I said, look, don't ever call a title company off of a a phone number on an email or a phone call because they, these fraudsters, they make so much money. They can afford to make it really look like mine or yours or the real estate agent's phone number and email. It looks like it's coming exactly from the people that you've been dealing with. So if you get an email telling you to send money, you don't want to go through an email unless it's an encrypted email. But more importantly, you have to follow up and talk to the person that you're dealing with directly on the phone or even in person. I love it when people come to our office before closing and get our wiring instructions and go over them in person because you can't be too careful. Or call the number. uh, If you're going to call the title company, call the number that's on your home purchase contract. That's right. And uh, but any emails you get, you make sure you follow up before you send any funds uh, and it could save you a lot of trouble. Another kind of fraud that's unfortunate that we're seeing now is is where people are actually forging deeds and stealing stealing the title, essentially, where what they do is they go look in the public records, they find out the name of the owner of the property, and then they just go and forge a deed. They I don't know if they pay a notary or they have a criminal notary that they're, you know, in cahoots with and they, they get a deed and they sign it to somebody else, then that person goes and sells it. Quick story, we had this happen to a, a client we closed on a transaction. Our buyer bought from the actual seller. Everything was correct. And our buyer went to the house to start to do some renovations. It was a vacant home, and that's kind of what we see typically with these situations. But then Vacant, homes, yeah, vacant homes are usually the targets. That's, that's what we see most of it in. And they show up to start doing work, and there's somebody else doing work there. And they ask them about it, and the person shows them a copy of a deed where they bought it. And it turns out it was a, <clears throat> a forged deed. Ended up in court, and our, you know, our client was... They bought from the correct person. Everything worked out for them. But that other person had paid money for the house to somebody who didn't own it. So it's important to to kind of just keep your eyes out uh, on your property. I would recommend looking into your local registrar's office website and uh, seeing if you can just search your name and your property at any time and see if anything's been filed. Our local registrar will actually let you sign up for a service where they'll notify you if anything gets recorded in your name. And that way you're aware of it and can start the process of trying to clean that up if that were to happen. You know, Rob, that is really good information. Uh, How do we contact you, Rob? You can call me at 901-752-1133 or email me at rob at gcemlaw.com. Rob Drawn with Griffin Clift, Everton, and Mashmire and his... um, compadre shelly rothman right. is a little under the weather today we, yeah, we're sorry she couldn't uh, be here today. yeah she's she's really good too um so if you're out there shelly we miss you you're on real estate mortgage shop i'm joe garner your host i'm a mortgage loan originator when with uh, cardinal financial currently here in the memphis area but wherever your mortgage journey is i would love to be on it with you connect with me at jogarner.com Call me directly, 901-482-0354, and we've got more for you. Hang, hang out with us, and we'll see you when we get back. 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. Hi, I'm Leanne Morse with Cartridge World in Carterville, Tennessee. You're listening to the Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. This is the story. Redefine what kind of legacy 
All right. It's the story of your life, and it's worth telling. And we'd love to hear your story on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, and you can connect with me at jogarner.com. I'm a mortgage loan originator. Would love to be yours. Would love to help you explore some financing options that will help you buy a house or refinance and restructure for a better life. And in the studio, we have Rob Drawn, who is a real estate attorney with Griffin, Clift, Everton, and Mashmeyer. And Rob, how do we contact you? You can call me at 901-752-1133 or email me at rob at gcemlaw.com. We're talking about paving the way to prepare and protect your home's title and your financing. And uh, today is December 10th. 2022. And earlier we did the Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest. Rob, you did that. Yep. And uh, we we got some callers, uh, but they had the wrong, build, uh, the wrong <laughs> building. It's not Steric Building and another one, but Rob, tell us what is the answer to our Look Back Memphis right. Trivia Contest? The answer is the Exchange Building. <clears throat> yeah, it's got some interesting little pieces in there about that. And if you want to see more of Jimmy Ogle's history of Memphis and about the Exchange Building, uh, you can go to jogarner.com on Monday and click on this particular uh, podcast from this show. But uh, anything interesting in there that yeah, you saw? Yeah, the original exchange building actually opened at the northwest corner of 2nd Street and Madison in, 19, in 1885. But the Cotton Exchange was relocated from Front Street in Madison, and the Merchants Exchange was relocated for the first exchange building built in 1847. A lot of moving and shaking That's going right. on back then. That's right. <laughs> Just like today. Well, we're going to do something we like to do every week. The real estate tip of the week. And I think, Rob, you have our real estate tip of the week. You know, I think it's really important to always do an inspection. Whether you're buying it as is or not, it's make, it's important for you to go in and just see what you're getting yourself into. It's also important to go through and do a final walkthrough. Uh, bad weather comes through. You could have a, a tree could fall. If that property's vacant and the sellers don't even know about it, you want to know about that before you close. And I actually had a client email me an article this morning that I thought was interesting that they bought a property sight unseen. Then they show up after they close, and they found a dead body in it. And so if you had done an inspection before that, you might have known that before you walked in and owned it. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, important to get that inspection done. It is. My goodness. Well, man, I tell you what, I I, I was telling some realtors the other day, I said we should write a book called (laughs) It Really Happened. Because truth is truly stranger than fiction uh, in real estate, probably in a lot of other industries, too. But uh, I wanted to piggyback on what you said about the real estate tip. Right now, uh, I watch the markets and try to help clients determine when to lock that rate and when not to. My mm-hmm. crystal ball got broken the first day of the, <laughs> being in the mortgage business. But um, looking at the trajectory of things, right now, we've we, our inflation situation has gotten better. And again, today is December 10th, 2022. Our inflation situation has gotten better and that has brought the price on mortgage rates down a little bit. And we're looking at the uh, CPI report coming out Tuesday, which will gauge our inflation again. Right. And if that shows that inflation is lower, I really think there's a chance that mortgage rates will continue to go down into the first quarter yeah. of 2023. But let me give you a warning, and this is my tip <laughs> If the deal works for you today, you need to do it today because these same economists that we that have been hitting hitting it right on the head for uh, a year and a half now, they've been really uh, being very accurate. 
they're saying it's still going to cost you more to buy a house in 2023 because you if you look at it like a seesaw you've got if rates go up yeah. then the prices of homes will go down but you're paying more per month right right because of the rate but if rates go down let's say inflation comes down and mortgage rates come down uh, then the prices of homes are going to go up so right. it's like pick your you know which pick the pill that yeah. you want to take it's they're saying it's cheaper to buy today than tomorrow so if you're on the fence let's talk about your mortgage uh, I'm I'm at jogarner.com you can call me on the phone if you want to 901-482-0354 if you want to do a check on your title and you just want to talk about uh, getting ready to buy or sell a home yeah. Rob how do we contact you I'd love you? to help you out so give us a call at 901-752-1133 or you can email me like I said at rob at gcemlaw.com if you have any questions about title or if you've got a closing coming up uh, we'd love to talk to you about it and get you as prepared as we can. You know, I want to say, well, I want to say thank you to our sponsors, Talk Shop. Talk Shop offers free networking and education to anyone interested in real estate, business, or health and wellness. Talk Shop meets in person and online every Wednesday, 9 o'clock Central, at Concord Career College, 5100 Poplar Avenue, first floor. That's in Memphis. That's the Clark Tower for those of you who are in Memphis. You can also join us online. Just go to talkshop.com. That's talkshoppe.com. Click on the events tab and you'll see our online link to come into the meeting with everyone. This uh, this Wednesday coming up, we have Mary Lou Novak, owner of Mid-South Home Helpers. She's going to have a panel of health experts. <laughs> They're going to be presenting the best you in 2023, panel of three health and wellness experts, Mid-South Home Helpers offers non-medical assistance to your aging or handicapped loved ones so that those loved ones can live safely and comfortably in their own home. Call Mary Lou, 901-414-9696. Thank you to these sponsors who make Talk Shop's free networking and education available to our community. Talk Shop could not offer these business tools without these sponsors. Thank you, Peggy Lau of Club Secret, for your contribution to our business community. If you want to travel at a bargain price and you want to have first-class memories, first-class vacations, call Peggy, 901-289-0747. Thank you to Susan David of webandstorymedic.com for your contribution to support our business community. Susan David can design your web page and social media messages with, a, with the power of a story that will build loyalty to your target markets for you. Connect with Susan David at webandstorymedic.com. All right, so, Rob, every year about this time, I always think about Jack Redden. He yeah. was a retired uh, per, uh, uh, mental health counselor, great guy. He was retired. He spent all day going around to different networking groups, just uh, visiting with people and offering to have coffee with people who are going through a divorce sure. or going through a hard time, maybe a death in their family. And every year he would challenge us. So I'm going to challenge our listeners today. Who do you know in your circle who is maybe going through a hard time or maybe they're not able to be with family this year for Christmas? Yep. Take them out to coffee. Be that friend that that person needs today because you never know the side of heaven, how much of a positive impact that that will make. So now uh -huh. you have Jack Redden's challenge. Jack got he passed away. He got killed in a car accident in 2012. Oh, wow. But you know, his legacy lives on. Sure. 
And uh, think about what is your legacy, and one of those is giving back to others. So have coffee with somebody. Be that friend. Subscribe to get uh, Real Estate Mortgage Shop every week as a podcast with show notes and pictures. You can do that at jogarner.com. Real Estate Mortgage Shop reminds you to make your plan. Let's work your plan. And if the deal works for you today, let's do it today. Rob, I got a quick quote from Zig Ziglar. All right. You were born to win, but to be a winner, you must plan to win, prepare to win, and expect to win. Oh, that's awesome. You've been listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan originator. Connect with me at jogarner.com. Rob Drawn with Griffin Clift, Everton, and Mashmire, real estate attorney. How do we contact you? Thank you very much, Joe. 901-752-1133. You guys have an awesome weekend, and we'll see you guys back next Saturday.